0: The Radio Misfits Podcast Network Steps in the City Steps in the City The BFF talking greedy Steps in the City
1: Hello Oh hello (laughs) how is it it going?
2: It's Tuesday, but really in our world right now, it's Sunday, <laughs> and and the Bears are playing. And, uh, you know, our illustrious leader at the Radio Misfits Podcast Network had a message for uh, Matt Nagy. Oh, okay.
3: Get the fucking tape, get the boxes, and pack your fucking
2: shit. <laughs> the- pack your fucking shit. Uh and it's funny cuz as we were like signing on to start doing the show I got an alert over my phone that just said Lovey Smith was just fired so um, I loved
1: Lovey. You know Lovey was cool. I think that's a problem like I also like I haven't watched this season much. Um. But no, you I, haven't, because I'll be like, when do you want to record? And you're like, how's you noon? Know,
2: well, yeah, today I, I was care. the one to pick noon, but usually it's like right when the bears are playing, and I'm like, I guess she's not watching the game today. Oh, no,
1: I really haven't watched. But I felt like Matt, and I, I don't know, I felt like I liked him, like he seems like such a nice guy and stuff, so then I start, like, I get where I feel bad, like, oh. Everyone hates them now.
2: <laughs> well, I really just think it's quarterback troubles. I mean, you're only yeah. as good as your you know, my dad always said cuz he was in the Marines, right? And He always said you're only as fast as your slowest man or, you know. So, if 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 you got some shitty players like they're going to drag the team down no matter how good everybody else is. So, yeah. You know, being a phenomenal coach really isn't going to get you, you know, far enough. So, I mean, hell! Now's the time to be a Steelers fan. I don't think
1: they've lost a game yet, have they? I have no idea. I was just gonna say, oh, are they good this year? (laughs) Well, the last time I checked, they were eleven and zero. It's so funny because I used to be so into it. Like I had a fantasy team, and like, yeah, I have no idea. I can't even think of who they're playing today. I know one of the players was said he was excited. There's a Portillo's near where they were staying, but yeah,
2: (laughs) who are they playing? Um, I guess I jinxed the Steelers because they are 11-1 and now. So they lost to, it looks like, it's so funny because it doesn't say the Redskins anymore. It's just like a maroon circle with a gold W in the middle.
1: Oh, what do they call it? It's like just the
2: Washington football team. Washington football team. That's that's it. And it's kind of funny because if you look at the stats, it just says football team versus Steelers.
1: (laughs) Like, come on, Washington, come up with something good, you know? Was that just like a, is that an interim thing? Like next I don't know. year? I have guess maybe in. they haven't
2: picked anything. Yeah, it's just football team versus Steelers. <laughs> so, um yeah. So, well, still, I'll take a team that's 11 and 1. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, why not?
2: When I was a kid, I loved the Steelers because I thought Terry Bradshaw was so cute
1: really yeah isn't that weird was he cute when he was young because he's not cute now
2: I thought he was handsome when he was young I don't know even now he's like fun he's got like a fun personality I watch all those you know all those former old dudes now they're all sitting there talking about the games in between plays and at halftime yeah and no, shit. I mean
1: he's fine I just would never think he was cute he was cute
2: back in the day and then I know my kids liked uh, Troy Polamalu. so yeah the they hair. always
1: liked him. I don't know, a lot of people really like the Steelers. Um when we were I think when we were in Nashville I don't know. Someone was saying because we went for my brother's thirtieth years ago, and uh, it was just like basically all Chicago people because the Bears were playing that weekend. Ah, okay. And uh, like literally by Sunday, they only had like Michelob Ultra. Like they had no beer left (laughs) in the city. Like there's a news story that the Chicagoans came in and like drank Nashville dry. Anyway, all the beer. (laughs) That's too Um, funny. Yeah, and I remember a few different people saying, like, that worked in the bars there that the worst fans that come to town were the Steelers. Like, they hated the Steelers fans. Oh, I don't know. I always think of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are. Well, what was it?
2: The um, the uh, the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles. They were saying like that those fans are like pretty brutal. Yeah, you know, that they're pretty ruthless. I mean, come on. Americans have shown their colors. We've got some pretty brutal, ruthless people out there that we would have never guessed our society was full of them <laughs> as much as they are. So I know yeah. somebody posted like a video. I'm confused now because I thought like Trump was the Republican and that's the GOP. But then you see all these people wearing like Trump hats and they're like, you know, destroy the GOP. So, like, what what do they want? Do they want their own, like, crazy party? I don't get it.
1: Yeah, I guess because now the Republicans are kind of like, okay, sit down, you lost. Like, stop this. Um, yeah, because he had that ridiculous
2: lawsuit with Texas, but then all of those Republican political dudes, like, hopped on board with that lawsuit. Like, you guys just look like a bunch of fools, the, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I don't I'm I'm just a little bit confused now. (laughs) Like, do they want to do the whole like Civil War thing where it's like certain states against other states and because don't come near my house. I stocked up on ammo. so (laughs) you can get the fuck off my property. (laughs) I'm so horrible. I've been like bitchy all week and I'm okay with that. Hey, you know what? Sometimes you have to be. You know the holidays don't bring out the best in me. So when <laughs> and have I'm your telling you anyway. coming up you should be in
1: a good mood.
2: Uh, what the fuck am I going to do for my birthday? I am happy I though stuff that I only this so this coming week I work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then I'm off Thursday, Friday, although I am going into the office on Friday because I have a lot of machinery and equipment I'm in charge of. So I have like my yearly maintenance guys coming in. But really, I just have to sit there and watch them, you know, and maybe talk to them about like, oh, this, mach- this machine is glitching here or there. Or whatever. You know what I mean? So it's not that big of a deal. And then I'm off until January 4th. So Oh, that's nice. Yes. And I'm fortunate enough to have a job where I can't take my work home. So don't fucking bother me at home. You know what I mean? So, and uh, my boss is trying to go to Hawaii. So remember when I said my mom went to Hawaii?
1: Yeah, isn't she right? still there? That, or that was Last, last week. week? Well, so.
2: And I was and I was because I listened back to the show and I'm like, oh, I better do a correction on this because I was like, oh, yeah, their quarantine rules weren't so bad and blah, blah, blah. So the because I don't talk to my mom that often, she didn't leave until Thursday of last week. So she left on Thursday night, I guess, got there Friday was stuck in her hotel room Friday, Saturday, Sunday and came home on Monday. <laughs> what? So Hawaii has a really strict policy on the the testing. Like they want to know that you've been tested. They only will let you get tested at labs on their approved list. And unfortunately, uh, I think CBS was one of them. So my mom and her boyfriend went to CBS, got tested. Now, mind you, she has paperwork saying that she's already had COVID, right? So she got her test done on November 30th, and her flight arrived in Hawaii on December 4th. So when she arrived, they said, We're sorry, your COVID test results. Were they they were done too soon? You needed to have your test done on December first or later, to be. Yeah, uh, it has to be
1: seventy-two okay. hours, right?
2: Right, and she did it on November thirtieth instead of December. And I think
1: you 30th. said you told her she was doing it too early.
2: Uh, well, yeah, because she was like, oh, "I'm going to get it done," and they can just hold the results for a week. And I'm like, "I don't think you can do that." So. Um, She got there and they told her, we we won't accept your results. You're going to have to stay inside your hotel room for 14 days. And she's like, but I'm only here for the week. And they're like, well, then you can go home. And so I guess maybe they thought like they could kind of sneak out or whatever, which they did. And they got back into the room and the hotel called them and they're like, did you leave the room? And she was like, well, yeah. And they said, we're coming to get your keys from you Ugh. and um, you you have to stay in your room. If you leave again, you're going to be arrested and you get a five thousand dollar fine or you can go home. And she was like, fuck it. I'm going home. Good for Hawaii. Well right and I mean my uncle and cousins used to live there my cousin was like oh man that governor he's really you know a lot of people don't like him cuz he's really strict and he makes some crazy rules and um but here so my boss is like he's taken off i think on the 17th and he's not coming back until you know we all come back to work on january 4th and i'm like um hey my mom just flew all the way to hawaii and had to come all the way home because She had her test done one day too soon. And he was like, what? And I'm like, yeah. And, you know, he's got a large family. I'm like, so you better make sure that if you're getting tested, like, that it's all in order. Otherwise, you're going to be coming home, too. Yeah,
1: or stuck in the hotel.
2: (laughs) Right, right. And so, and I mean, we do testing in our office, and he can't even use our lab. He has to use one of the labs that Hawaii, you know, uh, trusts. So... Um, that should be interesting. I'm like, dude, there's 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 no like qualifications or prerequisite testing or anything if you want to go to Cancun. He goes, well, that doesn't make me feel very good. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. And I'm like the other thing in Hawaii, like I have friends that live on Kauai and they're they're closing all their hotels like because nobody's going there so it's like you're gonna go to hawaii but you're kind of just gonna sit at the pool or the beach where you're at because everything's closed
1: yeah but also i feel like if you do want to go somewhere like i did do you really want to go out out like i wasn't trying to be where a ton of people were i just wanted like to not be working and have some sun. That's all I wanted.
2: Believe me, I would love that. In fact, I was dreaming that I had a planned trip or a trip planned. And I was like, well, stuff just got back in my dream. Stuff just got back from Miami and now I'm heading to Florida. (laughs) Like I was dreaming this. I wouldn't mind if I just had bologna sandwiches every day, but was just sitting in the sun and not stressing out.
1: It was all outside because it was fine there, you know? Right,
2: right. Or even just having a nice balcony that's in the sun and I just sit there and read a book or take a nap, like, you know, get away from the stress. But in my mind, I'm like just going through the airport and like going on the airplane that would just, you know, add stress when we went
1: to denver i was i was having like an anxiety attack almost like in the car going to the airport like i had my yeah. face shield and like yeah i was really nervous and then it was like empty like i couldn't believe the airport was so empty and the flight was empty and i felt better um this time i was a little nervous too but i like i southwest i don't think they're guaranteeing middle seat still but okay. um i still like trusted from flying them in august Mm Hmm. Um. And it was a. There were more people. I wouldn't say the airport was empty, but I wouldn't say it was like crowded. I didn't feel like, you know, I was like it normally is, right? Um. And then the airplane, both flights again. I had my own row. Like there was, I think the one she said when we when we were going, like this usually holds a hundred and I don't know fifty people, and we only have seventy boarding. So, you know, nice stop, you know, people worrying about trying to stay up front and, like, get their, like, bag up there. It's like, you know, it's not going to be a full flight, so let's just get on here and go. Right. Um, So, yeah, and I think there was even less on our flight coming home. So. I mean, it's tempting because my mom has that
2: condo down in Florida. She's like, you could get a round-trip flight. She's like, it's, like, $22 each way. She's like, go there for your birthday. And I'm like, I just... I'm like I can't. I just, you know, it it would be my bad luck that it'd be like, "Oh yeah, you just had to go on the beach and now you got corona." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would I would just rather suffer, be a bitch and have anxiety attacks and then wait for when it's <laughs> safe. So my sister is already planning a Cancun trip in March stuff. So if, if you're interested, um uh, I'll see how many rooms my mom has. Because, you know, she has all these timeshares. And it's at a really nice resort uh, where it's like two bedrooms with a full kitchen. You have a pool on your balcony. Like, it's just beautiful. Oh, nice. there. Yeah. So, I'm hoping that by March, either I've got the vaccine or I've found out I've had antibodies. And then I can just put my mind at ease. So. Um, yeah.
1: I mean, I already told you. I'm, like, worrying, like... <sighs> Oh, my God. What if I have it now? And like. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure you're fine. And that's when we were going to Puerto Rico. It was like it wasn't when we were my friends were going to get married there. I'm like, it's just not worth it. It sounds like they're doing the same thing Hawaii is where you have to have something within 72 hours. And then even if you had a, a negative test, if you got there and had a fever for some reason, you have to quarantine for 14 days. And it's just like not worth all that stress. Well, and I get why their rules are so strict. I do too, yeah. Look at Australia. That's why they're open now and they're fine. And
2: And New Zealand just, I just read today that New Zealand opened. They hadn't had one case in 17 days or I want to say it was 17 days. And so us like, open this bitch up, like, we did okay. So, they're you know, they're still saying, hey, you know, social distance, wear your masks, but, you know, you don't have to freak out anymore. Like, I think we're in the home stretch. And then now they have the, the vaccine started in the UK and in Canada. But now all the anti-vaxxers and all these fucking uh conspiracy theory people are like oh yeah you know anybody with bad allergies shouldn't get it and bell's palsy and this and that and um so there, there were two nurses that got vaccinated in the uk and they both had uh extreme like um med- medicine medicinal allergies like they usually had issues with different medications and they both had an allergic reaction. It wasn't complete anaphylaxis, but it was, it was close. Right. But they carry their EpiPens with them and they were fine. Right. Right. And they're, so they're just saying, like, if you have extreme allergies, maybe don't get vaccinated right now because they're trying to figure out the in the vaccine, there aren't any like animal byproducts or heavy metals or anything in there that really should be prompting an allergic reaction. So they're looking into it. And then I think two people, two people or four people got Bell's palsy, but that's a temporary. It's like a facial paralysis of like half mm-hmm. your face. Yeah. Um, but it's usually temporary. I want to say I had Bell's palsy once a long, long time ago. It was really mild, but it was kind of weird. Right. Um, and stress can bring it on. Anything can bring that on. And that's temporary. But other than that, there weren't too many other reactions to be concerned about. What's kind of silly is that we only ordered X amount of, of, um, the uh, pfizer um vaccine and pfizer because they're an american company kept going to trump and his people like hey do you want to order more you know all these other countries are ordering them. like you better get on the on the you know path right now and order more order more and trump and his people are like no we're good so now I, what was the reason for that was there any reasoning behind that I I don't think anybody. No, because I listened to like this whole podcast about it and they really didn't have a good reason why they said no to it. Um, I know that they through this warp speed that they were financially like trying to. Back some of these other companies. So maybe they figured, well, we gave so much money to this company or that company. We'll wait for their vaccine. But so now if we get any additional doses from Pfizer, it won't be until next June. Wow. So, um you know, minimal people here are going to get vaccinated and then that's kind of it. But yet, um, was it the UK or was it Canada? One of those countries bought enough to like vaccinate their people like three or four times over. So unless we can make a deal with these other countries that bought all of it, to share it or let us buy some from them, like it's. But I mean, Pfizer's an American company, and they kept saying, like, you know, we'll feel like shit if we're helping all these other countries and we're not putting America first. And America was like, mm, no, we're good. So that oh that kind of made me feel like mm, maybe I should go marry my Canadian friend. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> get the fuck out of here, For real.
2: Uh, my last name would be Uber. <laughs>
1: That's funny, <laughs> isn't that hilarious? Uber. yeah, super
2: uber yeah, uh, so what do we got this week Steph? um we have you know what happy Hanukkah to you, my friend. Happy it is hanukkah. hanukkah the festival of lights started on the tenth, right and mm-hmm. uh so I do have a little song for us today. you know I do right I have to.
3: Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thanks, thanks very much. Um, well, uh, when, when I was a kid, uh, th- th- this time of year always, always made me feel a little left out because uh, uh, in school there were so many Christmas songs and all us Jewish kids had was the song Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel. Uh, so uh, I wrote a brand new Hanukkah song for you Jewish kids to sing and I hope you like it. <clears throat> Put on your yarmulke. Here comes Hanukkah. So much Hanukkah to celebrate Hanukkah. Hanukkah is the festival of lights. Instead of one day of presents, we have eight crazy nights. <laughs> but when you feel like the only kid in town without a Christmas tree, here's a list of people who are Jewish. Just like you and me. <laughs> David Lee Roth lights the menorah. So do Kirk Douglas, James Caan, and the late Dinah Shura. Guess who eats together at the Carnegie Deli? Bowser from Shanana and Arthur Fonzarelli. Paul Newman's half Jewish and Goldie Hawn's half two. Put them together, what a fine-looking Jew. <laughs> you, you don't need Deck the Halls or Jingle Bell Rock, cause you can spin a dreidel with Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock, both Jewish. <laughs> Put on your yarmulke, here comes Hanukkah. The owner of the Seattle Supersonica celebrates Hanukkah. (laughs) O.J. Simpson, not a Jew. (laughs) But guess who is? Hall of Famer Rod Carew. He he converted. We got Ann Landers and her sister, dear Abby. Harrison Ford's a quarter Jewish, not too shabby. (laughs) Some people think that Ebenezer Scrooge is... Well, he's not, but guess who is? All three Stooges oh, boy. So So many Jews are in show biz. Tom Cruise isn't, but I think his agent is. Tell your friend Veronica, it's time to celebrate Hanukkah. I hope I get a harmonica on this lovely, lovely Hanukkah. So drink your gin and Hanukkah, but don't smoke marijuana if you really, really want to Have a happy, 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 happy Hanukkah.
1: Happy Hanukkah, everybody. Happy Hanukkah. I'm always I amazed by how many words I remember with his songs. I know.
2: Right. Right. <laughs> you know what was funny? Cause he's like Arthur Fonzarelli. And I it was last week, we were watching something and I'm like, boy, that show jumped the shark. And the kids were both like, what do you mean? Jump the shark. <laughs> so then I had to explain to them that, you know, on happy days, they had the Fonz on water skis, like jumping a shark. And that was pretty much like the end of happy days. Right. Yeah. Like they when ran out of shit.
1: Yeah. Too, not- <laughs>
2: And my kids are like, "Wait, what?" They had the fawns on water skis jumping a shark, and I'm like, "Yeah." And they were they they were both just like sitting there dumbfounded, like that's just so stupid, mom. I'm like, "Yeah," but now when you hear the term, like that's jumped the shark, that that's where that comes from. And so I was pretty proud that I could teach them something because they know more than me already. <laughs> um. But what else was I going to say? I think that's what I was going to say about the fans jumping the shark that cracked me up. But I always love all of Adam Sandler's songs. Like I, he's one of my faves. That's all I can. When he used to do Opera Man and he's just always been one of my faves. I
1: think he's like a really nice guy, too.
2: Yes. Although so. he's had a couple roles like that one. What was that stuff that we were uncut gems oh, or
1: cut gems? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's had some pretty serious
2: roles that really make you squirm because
1: you're so used to seeing him as the nice guy, the funny guy. I you watched know, the that underdog. one um, the first day, like all this lockdown started last March. I was like, you know, everyone's like settling in now. We don't know. Two weeks, we're going to be in our houses. <laughs> right. And um, I like, I'm going to watch some movies tonight. The worst movie I could have put on was Uncut Gems. Like so anxiety ridden the whole time. Yes.
2: Yes. It really made me squirm. I mean, I thought he did a really great job. Like he yeah. definitely stepped out of his comfort zone for that. But um, yeah, that was a squirmy movie. It definitely made me squirm. Uh, sure. S- so happy Hanukkah to all my friends. Honestly, my one friend Leslie that I've like known since whatever junior high, I think, she lives in North Carolina and she's got one daughter. And um, every day they've been posting like what the Hanukkah gifts are. And I'm like, I want to do Hanukkah with them. I just want every gift. Like yesterday, she got this big pack of like these awesome highlighters. (laughs) Like These (laughs) gifts are awesome. Like, I don't know. Maybe I should do that. I think according to Ancestry, I'm 1% Jew. So I could probably do it.
1: Yeah. I'm more black than I am Jewish. It seems like a lot of work. Hanukkah, Just like, could you imagine Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, like eight times one of those?
2: Well, it's not, it's not like, it's not oh, really you have like a, the
1: prayers and do the, the dinner and like.
2: You light your candle and then everybody gets like one gift per night. Yeah. And it's kind of like funny because I've seen a lot of my Jewish friends just saying like, Look, you know, the oil lasted eight nights. They're like, we've been doing this for centuries. Like we, you know, like the the whole COVID like lockdown, they're like, we got this. Like our people are good at this. So yeah. I don't know, but I think it I remember when I worked in Vegas, like my big regional manager, she was Jewish and she had like six kids and she would just like bring in her big bags full of all the shit that she bought them for Hanukkah and we would sit there and wrap. <laughs> and she'd be like, "Okay, tonight everybody is getting like coloring books and crayons" and so we'd be wrapping everything. But I thought it was kind of cool. You know, there's a lot of meaning behind it whereas there's a lot of people that celebrate Christmas and their kids have no clue that it has anything to do with Jesus, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They did. They have no clue that it has any sort of religious connotation to it at all. They're just like, woohoo, Santa presents. Like they don't know that, you know, it started off as the birthday of Jesus. So I don't know. I think I've been noticing like the absence of faith lately especially like on the dating sites i've been swiping and i'm like everything or everybody on here is either agnostic or an atheist so you know like what since when did that become so popular uh i don't want to
1: say <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna I say mean, people are becoming like smarter <laughs> And I don't mean that in a rude way, because I do think that, you know, having faith in something, I don't think that's stupid, but I do think, like, as far as traditional Catholicism goes, people are, are kind of, like, realizing more and more.
2: Well, they're stepping away from that, but I'm just yeah. saying to, like, say you're agnostic or atheist, like, to me, it's like you could just pray in the, you know, to the higher power in the universe or to the higher power within yourself, but... To believe that there's nothing bigger out there, I don't know. To me, it just, you know, but yeah, if you get sick or you're dying or you're in a crash, you're saying, please, God, please, God, please, God. So you you were an atheist, but now you're praying, right? When it counts. So
1: some people are. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
2: And I don't know. I find it just very interesting that, you know. I, it was very rare to run across people that were atheists or agnostic when I was younger, but now it seems like it that's more prevalent than somebody being a you know part of a of a organized religion.
1: Would you do you want to then like not swipe on them? Is that a deterrent?
2: No, because I feel like if you really respect somebody and their boundaries, like if they worship whatever, you, you know you just give them that respect and that space for them to do that you know, I'm not trying to change anybody to, you know, follow my beliefs. And I would hope that someone would give me the reciprocal respect of not trying to do that to me, you know? Yeah. So, um, but I'm, I don't know. I've run across all different religions in my life. I've never felt disrespect for any of them. So I just feel like, I mean, a few times I'm like, well, I probably would convert if I had to, you know, to either being uh, Jewish. I don't know if I could convert to uh, to Muslim. I don't know if I could do that. But I mean, I definitely would respect it and try to learn about it if it if it was a big part of somebody I really cared about, if it was a big part of their life, you know.
1: Mm -hmm. No, I agree.
2: But I don't know.
1: All the guys out there in dating land are all weirdos anyway. So, yeah. (laughs) You know, I I went on a little bit of a, okay, maybe I'll entertain this. And then I haven't opened an app in like three weeks. So Oh, really? (laughs) I can't.
2: I I don't know. I'm going to say Hinge has gone downhill.
1: Has it ever been uphill? Has it ever been great?
2: I don't know. I mean, I just thought it was... I don't know. It's gone downhill. I, they all kind of have. I don't, you know, and I'm just not in the headspace for it. I don't yeah. think. I definitely, I mean, I would love to meet somebody, but like right now, you really aren't meeting anybody unless you know you're on the same page. Like, yeah, I stay in my house or I work from home and not out there socializing because it would really suck. Like, To meet somebody and develop a friendship or whatever. And then you actually meet in person and then you find out like that they were at the bars and they don't wear a mask. And, you know, I mean, it's kind of silly before we were like, well, do you have any STDs? And now it's kind of like, oh, do you wear a mask? Do you socially distance? Like, you know, what do you have going on? So... Yeah, And I honestly think the one lesson I've learned is you really can't trust anybody. So no matter what they tell you, don't trust it. So I, that's not really conducive to dating, I think. Because Absolutely trusting
1: not. Yeah.
2: Right. Right. So I'll just stay home and I'll have my dreams and I have my toys and that's all. I'll okay. keep watching you my have baby. Snacks. What? You have snacks. I have snacks, but I've been, re- I never got my Cheetos and I want to get Cheez So when I go out shopping, I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> get my little cheesy snacks. I
1: went to the store earlier. I had to like run a bunch of errands and I had no food here. And Jewel has Eclair's, buy one, get one free. And it's like the three pack and I had to buy it. Wait, Eclair's? Yeah. Like the chocolate ones and the caramel yeah. ones that they have? I didn't know they had caramel. These are just chocolate.
2: Oh, yeah. The eclairs at Jewel are good.
1: Buy one, get one free. Three pack. Mm-hmm. I might have to go. Um, I
2: have to go out. I ordered a Target order, but I think I have until Tuesday to pick it up, so I'm not really worried about that. Um, But I don't have a tree up yet. That's why I kind of wish I just had to deal with a menorah, because it would be easier. Um. So, and I was looking online. I'm like, maybe I will just go back to like the fake tree. They're fucking expensive as hell. And I'm like, I don't, you know, I think all my old trees that I would have, because my old house, I used to have a tree up in every room. Now I'm like, "Mm, I don't even feel like dealing with trees. But I think all the trees I used to get would be like my ex-mother-in-law would be like, oh, I bought this, but I don't like it. So I think I would just get everybody's hand-me-down pre-lit Christmas trees. And the past few years, I have been buying trees, you know, we just go to Home Depot or Menards, grab a tree and put it up. It's just such a pain in the ass when it starts drying out, and you got the needles everywhere. And because nobody else but me is cleaning it up, right? So um, today, I definitely have to go to the hardware store because I need a tree and I need salt for my softener.
1: <laughs> Are they that expensive? though? The fake ones?
2: The fake ones? Yeah. So I was like, I found one that said six foot pre-lit and it was 60 bucks at Target and it could get delivered by Wednesday. And I'm like, okay, let me look at the reviews. And oh, my God, the reviews were horrible. They're like, this came and half the lights didn't work. This was damaged. The lights didn't work. So half the comments were people complaining that the lights didn't work. The other half people are like, this is no way six feet. My brother is five eight and he's about foot taller than the tree. So then, you know, people were like, This is do not waste your money on this tree. And then even people that bought the tree for $30 at like the Black Friday sales were complaining about it. Mm. So and it was either that or it's between a hundred and two hundred dollars for one.
1: I mean, I feel like well, when I moved, I wanted a little one. We had a huge one. Too bad I didn't still have it. I think we just got rid of it because it was so big. Yeah. Um it's, it was a nice one, too. It was just too big for, like, anywhere we'd be living now. And it looked real. It was really nice. Um, but I just wanted something small. I think mine is, like, three feet, four feet. It's tinier. Um, yeah, and that's perfect. On Amazon, you can get one for under 100 I haven't.
2: Well, the thing is, is like if I can't see it, so I have to go pick up my Target order and I'm like, I'll go into Target. But honestly, I will just do another real tree this year. And then after Christmas, I'll start looking at. The fake ones for next
1: year, yeah. Actually, I think that's when I got mine was after Christmas, the year right, right.
2: Well, and how many people are just like you, where they normally aren't even home for Christmas, and now all of a sudden they bought trees? So then next year, I'm sure they're going to be a dime a dozen of people trying to sell these trees that they don't want to deal with.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm kind of holding out on that tree. How train much of is thought. a
1: real tree?
2: like 30 bucks 40 bucks I mean some of them are 20 if you don't mind that they look chintzy and I just feel guilty because I'm like this was such a pretty tree growing out in the wild and then they chopped it down like there is one country that you can go and they come in like big pots and you can um, get the same tree every single year and then once it gets, like, too big, they either plant it forever or they, like, chop it down and use it for, you know, whatever, t- the timber industry. Mm. But I thought th- I would do that. I would totally rent, like, a the live tree every single year, just drop it off and pick it up. And uh, it's interesting that w- that in America we haven't thought of that yet.
1: Yeah, that seems to be the way to do it.
2: Right. Like they just deliver it. They'll even put it in your house for you. And then you can have the same tree every single year until it gets too big. Yeah. And it's it's alive. It's in the pot. Like it's perfect. So now I definitely um I have my little baby tree I set up yesterday. So I'm slowly getting into the spirit
1: stuff. Slowly. <laughs> It was nice to come home Thursday and like I had my tree and like some of my decorations up. I'm like, oh, it did feel nice to Aww. walk into that. Did you get any seashells to put on your tree? So it's like a no. Florida tree. No, no. We went to the beach once and it was like uh, just to sit on a chair for like an hour or two. And then I was in the pool the rest of the time.
2: I was going to say, so you must have been in the pool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm not a huge beach person. I'd rather be in a pool.
2: Yeah, I'm either or. I don't mind. Um, Yeah. I mean, I kind of dig, like, if it's a really nice day and the surf is pretty mild, like, just sitting out there and, like, floating and, you know, just jamming in the waves. We didn't even go near the water.
1: (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) We just sat on chairs that were, like, um, detoured, like, like right when you got onto the beach because, like, no one was back there. Mm -hmm. And then... I asked someone the next day because they had just come from the beach and they said the water was kind of cold. So I was like, Egh. well, then I definitely don't want to go because I need to be in water if I'm sitting. Yeah. in the sun." Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I'm I I love a good pool. Believe me, I'm already dreaming. I'm like, I'm going to get on the ball next year and order one of those Costco pools and. I was just thinking, like, I do have a lot, like, I'm surrounded by water. So we have people coming down the channel. And I'm like, what if we get some, like, little dicks with BB guns? and like, shoot my pool and pop it. Like, I'll be pissed. So I was thinking that they would do that. I don't know. You know, it's like, there are a lot of people that, that in my neighborhood, Like, you can tell what the houses are where people live year-round, and then there are some other homes that are just, like, summer homes. They're little cottages. And down further down the channel, on the one side of my house, like, you know, sometimes you'll see, like, you know, punks coming down in their little boats. There's uh, there's always one guy that has a mandolin, and, like, he's playing the mandolin while the other guy rows this little boat. Like, definitely total... um, you know, that movie
1: Squeal Like a Pig, like definitely <laughs> reminds me of that. I, I mean, think like you need it, to get your own gun or like a bow and arrow and just shoot them back if they try. Yeah,
2: I guess. I mean the only other thing is is to like put a fence around it, but you know, it's then you're I'm then I'm like cutting off my nose to spite my face. Like I then I'm putting a fence around a pretty view just to hide the pool. So I don't know. We're thinking pool hot tub. We're trying to Trying to figure it out, you know, just the yeah. dreams that we've come up with while we've been stuck ho- at home. <laughs> so, all right, wonder what Cardi B has for us this week.
0: Now
1: I make money move. It's what's popping.
2: It's what's popping stuff.
1: You've got quite a few things on here, so start chatting, my friend. Well, I threw a few things, but I failed to mention that the Regina King thing has sound, so we can skip over that. Um. Um, <laughs> shit. Okay, Nobody. unless you me, unless
2: you want me to play it on my microphone, like hold it up to the microphone and see. It,
1: it was just cute. She turned fifty, and she did like a cute video, like a song with her friends, and she's just super funny. I think I just love her. Well, maybe I'll load
2: it for next week since I'll be
1: approaching forty-nine. So. There you go. Yeah, there you go. We that can be your well that will be your birthday episode, right?
2: it will cuz my birthday is on a tuesday it's the 22nd oh, so man. i don't know if any people want to call and wish me a happy birthday you can 312-508-3552 or you can send us a message you can uh god stuff we're everywhere aren't we we're on instagram we're on facebook we're on uh twitter you you gmail, gmail us. us we have yeah stuff you can us. gmail us Steph in the city at gmail.com
1: yeah so yeah so we can save that for your birthday show Okay. Um, also i was very excited to see Whoopi goldberg is officially in for sister act three fun yeah and tyler perry your man will be producing it i
2: love tyler <laughs> you know and it's on disney plus i see that you have yeah. this down I'm going to tell you Disney Plus has its shit going on. Like they definitely, I want to say they projected that they would have like between 60 and 90 million subscribers like in the first year and they like hit it. They hit their target. Like they um I think it's a little less than 90 million subscribers right now, but girl, I watch my Mandalorian every Friday and every Friday it just keeps getting better and better.
1: So I saw some some big reveal was last week. There was a big
2: reveal and I love Pedro Pascal. Like I don't know did you ever watch Narcos? No, but I feel like I know who he is from award shows. Well, and he was just, I w- just watched another movie. I don't know if it was called Protocol. It was something. It was like, you know, me and all my fucking space movies I like watching. And Pedro Pascal was in this movie. And I'm like, oh man, I'm like, that's that, that's Mando. And my son's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, he's in this movie too. So um, that was an interesting movie. I don't know, they were out like on a moon and mining these fucking gems or some shit. I don't know. But um, yes, there is a big reveal this week. I won't spoil it for people. But um, yeah, it was it was kind of cool. Although I was a little disappointed um, when the kids told me they're like, well, when you see the scenes where the Mandalorian is walking around, they're like, it's not Pedro Pascal in the in the the outfit. They're like, he just talks.
1: Hold on. So the Mandalorian is a character and that's who that guy plays. Yes. Okay.
2: So there was a planet called Mandalore and there were, um, you know, like, uh, warriors on that planet. So Pedro Pascal plays a Mandalorian and there, I want to say either the planet was destroyed or there aren't very many man, true Mandalorians left. And if you're a true Mandalorian, you do not take off your helmet. So no one ever gets to see your face because this is the way. So, um, Throughout this, the two, so this is the second season now of Mandalorian, you've never seen Pedro Pascal's face. So, so what do
1: you mean when you say he's walking around, it's not even him? Why is he even in it if it's not? So
2: kind of like, okay, so this is on my RIP. So we'll go over here real fast, really quick. Be prepared.
1: Oh, God. You
3: got
2: me started on something. All right, I'll spare you. I don't I'll know why them. I'm
1: asking all these questions, but yeah, it's so my fault. <laughs> so you know who Darth Vader
2: is, right? I do, yes. And you know that it's James Earl Jones's voice for yeah. Darth Vader, right? Yeah. Well, unfortunately, a couple weeks ago, we lost the actor that really put on the Darth Vader uh, costume and the, you know, and he actually was Darth Vader. And James Earl Jones just had his voice dubbed in when it, you know, to say the lines.
1: But like, what did he do? Just stand there and sit or like?
2: Well, so David Prowse is is the man that passed away. He was 85 years old and he was an Englishman. And he worked on the first three Star Wars films. And he was a champion English weightlifter and bodybuilder. He was six foot seven. So... Darth Vader really was larger than life when they filmed so it was um, David Prowse inside of the Darth Vader costume and the interesting thing was is they told him to like say Darth Vader's lines but they never told him that he really wouldn't his voice would not be in the films which kind of sucked. Um, but so he, and he was offered either to be Darth Vader or Chewbacca and he picked Darth Vader. (laughs) Um, so this is the same thing. So there's, there's an actor inside of the Mandalorian outfit and, but it's Pedro Pascal's voice. At least that's what my kids are telling me. So, and they're more Star Wars nerds than I am. They, I kind of learn from them when they tell me so.
1: Is his body just not up to speed to be the actual character? I don't know. I don't know. Isn't that funny?
2: Or maybe maybe Pedro's like, look, motherfuckers, I ain't walking around in this helmet and fighting fucking worms and shit like that. Like, just let me know when I need to say my lines. And you have uh, some other sucker sweating his balls off.
1: Fighting worms.
2: Yeah, you haven't watched any of this. There's no, like I have a, no idea. There's like a giant worm that they blow up, and it's a really good season. I, I truly think. think it's a really good season. Well, you I should like watch the
1: um Tremors. So, if okay, if you watch like Tremors,
2: that. you should be able to watch <laughs> the Mandalorian.
1: I just mean for the big worm factor. Yeah, there was like a big giant worm. It reminded me of Dune,
2: you know, with those sandworms. Did you ever see Dune?
1: Isn't that like Tremors? Wasn't that the same thing? Uh,
2: Dune? I mean, don't get Ed started on Dune. He'll talk to you all day about it. It's a really good book, and the movie that they made really didn't even come close to the book. But it still was a really good movie. But there are, like, they they mine this Spice off this planet and there's these big wor- spice worms, <laughs> not I Spice Girls, but spice Maybe worms. I'm just
1: too dumb for all of this. I can't. I don't, you know what? I think it all depends
2: on just what you were exposed to as a kid. My dad loved all sorts of crazy space movies. He would buy me like Star Trek books and Star Wars book. Like he would buy me all sorts of crazy sci-fi stuff. That's so, true
1: because like I don't think my parents... I mean, maybe they've seen Star Wars like when they were younger, but I don't. We never watched it, and I and don't. Your brother's
2: not into Star Wars, no, at all?
1: no. Huh. So yeah, at least there's a, a reason, I guess.
2: Yeah, because as a kid, my brother had every Star Wars figure, and of course, you know, we would rope him into playing Barbies with us. So then we'd have to play Star Wars with him, and he always made me be fucking Greedo, and I hated Greedo. But I don't even know who that is. Yeah, Google Greedo. He's almost as bad as Jar Jar Binks. (laughs) So
1: I always liked Jar Jar Binks. The costume when I worked at Party City, I thought it was like a funny costume, but uh, yeah, but it definitely was. I know no one liked him. (laughs)
2: Right? Well, because it was almost like this racist, ridiculous character. Um, not that Jar Jar was racist, but like whoever created Jar Jar was racist. I don't know, but Greedo was just ugly. I hated being Greedo. So
1: yeah, he looks like it's from like a bad like B movie or something, right?
2: I know, and I'm like, okay, Disney Plus can do the G Chronicles with like Greedo, Grogu, and Gronk, this cute little robot. (laughs) So. Alright. Enough Star Wars nerding out. I'm sure our listeners that like Star Wars are like, yeah, cool, yeah. Um, but Steph, you really should watch me. Mand- well, you don't have Disney Plus. No, I thought it was on Apple for some
1: reason. It's on Disney Plus.
2: No, it's Disney Plus, which I mean you can watch Hamilton on there and I had Marvel it, movies.
1: But when I was downsizing all my bills, I did get rid of it. Yeah. I'll see if I can
2: get the code from the kids.
1: Oh, (laughs) I already am using your Netflix. I don't
2: mind that you use my stuff. I don't give it to anybody else. So, I mean, I'll
1: share with you, girl. I was watching Unsolved Mysteries the other night because I realized I never watched a second season of the new one on Netflix.
2: Oh, you love that show. Yeah. I love
1: that stuff. See, that's my kind of thing. But the one about the tsunami was crazy. Did you watch it? told you about that one yes with the ghosts of the tsunami like yes yeah that was nuts
2: right the tsunami ghosts are getting in taxi cabs and then the taxi cab gets there and they turn around to get paid and there's nobody in the cab like how freaky is that
1: like fifteen thousand people died that day so
2: it was a horrible yeah but that'll probably be next thursday here from covid you know
1: that's true. We just keep rising and rising.
2: Right. I know it was like, I don't know who posted it, but, the you know, like we, we look back and, you know, pay our uh, respects to all the guys that died in Pearl Harbor. Well, guess what? Every day last week, more people died than in Pearl Harbor and nobody said shit.
1: Right. Right. All right. I'll We're having it, it like every day. Um. Well, speaking of anything like that, <laughs> I thought Doctor Fauci should have been Time Person of the Year, but Time had a different idea, and it was Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Um, which is fine, I suppose. I don't know that they did much yet, so I don't know that I would say. <laughs> um, I
2: think that just just having them now is like our or something we can pin our hopes on, you know, for 2021. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Fauci is great. He should be on the on the next cover. Um, I mean, granted, they probably won't make him person of the year. And I think he's probably been on the cover, no,
1: already of time? I don't know.
2: I'll have to look back. I for mean, all to my... be honest,
1: I really only pay attention for stuff like this. I don't. For, like, person of the year. Yeah, Yeah, when they have something, one of these publicity things happening.
2: But, I mean, and they say, for changing the American story, for showing that the forces of empathy are greater than the furies of division, for sharing a vision of healing in a grieving world, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are Times 2020 person of the year. Well, so find that
1: they stick by it, and they actually do. I just, I guess I don't trust that people until they do something.
2: Well, I think the pressure's on that they have to fucking do something.
1: So... Uh, they've got it's two not like mid- it's That hard to do something better.
2: <laughs> the, the no, brief- I think they're already doing something better. I listen to like sometimes you know they'll have like a briefing like Joe's. Joe's been uh, announcing a lot of his cabinet picks, so I'll tune into that during the week. And I'm such a, I'm like, how did I age like forty years in in just like months? Because I do I do church and I listen to like the political briefings. <laughs> like, why, <laughs> why aren't I listening to like my erotic stories or watching Magic Mike? Like, what the fuck happened to my life this year? But, um. You know, Joe's been announcing his cabinet picks and, you know, he'll still, he'll, he'll wait. You know, obviously people ask questions. So they'll ask him about the vaccinations and they'll ask. And, you know, yeah, sometimes he stumbles, but I think like any of us, if we were going to get up there and make a big speech and, you know, fly off the, you know, the, the cuff, you know, you don't really have anything prepared, you're going to stumble here and there with what you're saying. But overall, I think he, he really has a good grasp on, you know, what's going on in pretty much every aspect of our country right now. And the answers he gives are very uh, reassuring and pretty solid. So um, I definitely, I haven't seen too much from Kamala lately, but um, I definitely have seen a lot of stuff from Joe. So um, yeah, I mean, let's just hope I'm my biggest hope is that they will get rid of student debt. (laughs) That's my biggest hope. I'm like, oh, my gosh, then there's my, like, new condo and my pontoon boat. Like, don't <laughs> worry, I'll still put my money back into the economy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, yeah, kudos to them. And you brought up Fauci. And the interesting thing is, is they have discovered that there's been a rise in students applying for medical school. And they're attributing that to Dr. Fauci. And um, you know the prevalence he's paid in you know the this year's news in trying to uh, you know keep the country um, keep the country on top of what's going on with this uh, coronavirus. So they're calling it the Fauci effect, and the number of applicants uh, for medical school is up eighteen percent this year over last year, considering most colleges are closed or kids just didn't enroll this year because of everything. Um so I think that's that's pretty cool that Dr. Fauci has inspired a lot of people to uh head off to medical school. Yeah. I know if I was younger I would do it. Would you? Yeah. I think I wasted time not doing it. Okay. Only I because I feel I feel like I kind of have like a talent and an ability to remember a lot of medical stuff. So it would, it would have been, it would have been cool. Like, I think I probably would have been successful. I would have enjoyed it for sure. But mm, I mean, if anything, I'll go back to school, maybe for a physician's assistant. But at this point in time, I, you know. You would have been the
1: proctologist? Could have been
2: a proctologist bend over, my friend, and call. Is there a
1: certain field though you think you would have wanted to do if you Um, you know, just because I'm so
2: involved in dermatology and I have been for, I don't know, 13, 14 years, I feel like it's pretty easy because I, you know, doing I did a lot of the clinical stuff and then the surgical stuff that if if I could like go back and be like a PA, I would probably stick in dermatology. Only because I already know it. You know.
1: Well, you need to come fix my face. Okay. Put that out there. (laughs) I'll come
2: over. I'll come fix you up, girl. You're beautiful. You just like to pick. Stop picking. I can't. Stop picking. Um, uh. So as long as we're on medical talk stuff, I'm glad that uh, we don't live in Tennessee. (laughs) I know. They mixed up drugs in Tennessee and they're voluntarily recalling uh, the two drugs that they mixed up because one of them treats erectile dysfunction and then the other one treats depression. So if you were crying and you got a boner, you got the (laughs) wrong medication. (laughs) Someone's
1: wife might be happy, though.
2: Right? Like, oh, Harold, I don't care that you're crying. Look at that erection. (laughs) Not Harold. Harold. Harold, I don't know. That just came out. Isn't that funny? Harold.
1: So they had their they have to like. They have already given them out. Yes. Okay.
2: So they're, they're recalling them and they said it resulted in the medications being inadvertently packaged together. Oh, so oh, it was like, okay, it was kind of like up. one of those grab bags. You're like, oh, if I pick pick a pill out of this bottle, is it going to give me an erection or make me happy? Which one? Oh, wow. Yeah. Chaos in Tennessee. Right. Yeah. That's kind of funny. It was a grab bag pills <laughs> for them. Um, and then Steph, you had, um, you talked about sister act like TV stuff, and then I ran across
1: this. Oh my God! I actually had this in my email and did. I don't know what. Now that I see it, I'm like, why didn't I have this on here? But I'm glad you did. This is insane. Um, I don't.
2: I don't get it. I really don't. And I. This just is like a head-scratcher for me. It's but. like
1: the greatest, whoever's KFC's PR company is, this is a great, great, great thing they did.
2: Well, and KFC has had like Reba McIntyre, and was yeah. it Tom Cruise? That Oh no, it was Rob Lowe. Like they've both played Colonel Sanders. They've had a bunch of people. Right. So now Mario Lopez... <laughs> Is going to be Colonel Harlan Sanders in the KFC and Lifetime collaboration. (laughs) Uh, It's a holiday mini movie. It's a 15-minute short short film. Um, And Mario's going to be Colonel Sanders, and it's called A Recipe for Seduction.
1: It is so Lifetime in, like, the best way. But then this added layer of, like... It's about Colonel Sanders. like It is. So, so it's a great. mini
2: movie full of mystery, suspense, deception, foul play. Ha ha ha. And at the heart of it all, love and fried chicken. Uh, the film is a steamy holiday love affair involving a young heiress whose mother has handpicked a suitor for her. But when a handsome young chef with a secret fried chicken recipe and a <laughs> dream arrives, he sets in motion a series of events that unravel the mother's devious plans. So, uh, Steph, we're recording at noon on uh, Sunday, which is, is today. It's today.
1: All right, I gotta go. <laughs> I got a date with some fried chicken and Mario Lopez. I love Lifetime movies, so I will absolutely be. Checking in on this. And- well, so you can
2: find it streaming on Lifetime's website. You can find it on their apps and then the video on demand platform and stuff. As a bonus, KFC and Uber Eats are offering a special promotion in conjunction with the film. They're giving you six free extra crispy tenders with a purchase of twenty dollars or more. That's available between December thirteenth and nineteenth via the food, um, the mobile food delivery app. So. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I Get just want to tune in because I I mean, come on, Mario
1: Lopez is Colonel Sanders. It's just when you see the picture of it, you think immediately it's fake. And then there's like an actual trailer and yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I love stuff like that.
2: Oh my gosh. Well, I know you're gonna be tuning in today, sometime today. I know you're gonna find it. So For
1: sure. You'll
2: have to report next week. Um, just a few more things on our Cardi B list. If you're looking for some gifts, uh, Drake is uh, selling a scented candle that smells like Drake. Now, I don't know if it smells like his ass or if it smells like his breath or what it is. But, um, yeah, Drake's selling a candle that smells like him. <laughs> so,
1: I, Yeah, I don't. I, and I I think I've heard it, like, described, but it's, like, really stupid description that, like... Like it smells like velvet, cashmere. Like, what do those even smell like? Yeah, like I don't it's know. Not, it's not really, <laughs> you have to smell it, I think.
2: To yeah, know. But I mean, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like, that's Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy. And now we're just smelling Drake's, what? Like his armpits? I don't... Yeah, whatever. Weirdos. I'm sure people will buy it, especially all the people that are like Drake stands, whatever. Yeah, good holiday gift. Um, and then Steph, there is good news on the horizon for travel. Um, I don't know if you've ever taken a flight where someone's had like their support animal with them. Yes. There's, you have. Dogs. And I've been. Just dogs, alive, right? I but I mean, people them. have had like raccoons and birds and Pack. Yeah, all sorts of bullshit. Well, um, starting I want to say is it? It's probably this month in December. It may be January, but they've changed the rules about uh, service animals on U.S. flights, and only dogs will be allowed going forward. So,
1: not cats. What if someone's got a cat?
2: Nope, only dogs. Only dog, which I think would suck. Like both of my kids are allergic to cats. So if I got on an airplane and somebody was sitting like right next to us or right behind us, like then they got to deal with possibly having an allergic reaction because some lady couldn't fly without Fluffy. Give me a fucking break.
1: There were dogs on one of my flights and some lady went up and was complaining that she was allergic. And I was like, well, then don't sit near them.
2: Right. Or at least give you heads up like, hey, you've booked a flight where there will be a service animal on board. If you have any allergies or would like to switch your flight, please let us know. Like, I don't know. I mean, the airline should be able to do that. It should be pretty simple. Or when you're making your reservations, check if you have animal allergies, you know. Yeah,
1: whatever. Sometimes
2: the easiest solutions nobody ever thinks about.
1: (laughs) She just seemed to want to complain because I'm like, you're also fucking standing up front by the dogs right now. So you're really that concerned? Right.
2: Yeah. Well, as we've seen this year, 2020 was the big reveal of how many dumbass motherfuckers are in this country, I'll just say. Yeah. Um. So, Steph, <laughs> the aliens are still coming for us. I, I know.
1: And now they're getting closer. Right,
2: right. So now they're saying there's a third monolith that appeared in California. Now, this was at the beginning of the week, like last week. So who knows? There probably could have been more. I should have investigated a little bit more, but... I was not motivated. Um, So there was the Utah monolith, then the Romanian monolith, and now there's a third monolith that's been in um, Atascadero, California, on Pine Mountain. Uh, So it... It appears to be constructed similar to the Utah and Romania monoliths. It's a smooth three-sided structure with a triangular footprint, and it seems to be made of reflective stainless steel put together with rivets and welding. But they were saying that this monolith wasn't quite, um, like, dug into the ground like the other two, so you could push it over if you wanted to. Mm. It's a couple hundred pounds, but I mean, so who knows? I mean, if this is a copycat, it's just like they're in weird locations. So you would think that somebody would see people putting these out.
1: Yeah. That's that's what I want. Like and like how do they get it there? Like that whole thing.
2: And then you know, so once people discover that that they're that they're there, um Obviously, people have got to be keeping an eye on it. How do they not notice when they disappear? Like if somebody comes up with a truck and pulls it away or if it suddenly has like rocket boosters on it, which, by the way, I think SpaceX had a crash this week. Um, But I mean, so how are people not noticing when they disappear and where they're going? I would be like, I'm putting a fucking camera on this thing 24-7 until it disappears and then I can see where it goes. Right.
1: Uh, That's what I would think.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is because we've watched Unsolved Mysteries and all the Lifetime movies. We know what to do, but
1: <laughs> other people don't.
2: And um, we just believe.
1: So we don't need that proof, but we know that it's something like that.
2: Right. So I don't know. My kids are still saying that it's it's definitely like a publicity stunt for Elon Musk. So
1: His dumbass.
2: And then I heard somebody saying that they for sure think Elon Musk is either here from the future or he's an alien.
1: Uh, why?
2: Why would they think that? I, I don't know. No. <laughs> just people have time to think about things. <laughs> Unless he's just trolling us. But otherwise, I don't know. Well, I have some sports news before we go into um, our song and stuff. And I should have loaded like a, a song for this. But stuff. 2024, I will be tuned in to the Olympics because they are adding breakdancing
1: wait were the olympics supposed to be this year
2: they were and um they postponed it i want to say they're going to try to do it next year was it supposed
1: to be in japan this year i think i don't even know man this year is just crazy right so um, but t- so yeah they're gonna they will still do 2024 even if they do it like 2021
2: Right, right. Well, and you know, it's almost like they stagger like the winter games, the summer games. So, I mean, I don't know that it's you know time frame is kind of flexible i would think
1: 2024 is in paris interesting it's in
2: paris and that but they've added breakdancing which i think is kind of cool like i loved watching all the breakdance battles back when i was like in junior high so this will be totally fun although you probably will see different moves than you did back in the 80s um So they're trying to lure a younger audience, the the IOC. um, So then they're adding, they added skateboarding, sport climbing, and surfing. And I want to say when they call it sport climbing, it's the parkour.
1: Oh, the cat I had to watch this morning was doing parkour.
2: (laughs) Cats are good at that shit, He is
1: insane. He's like young, but like probably the craziest cat. He's like new to me and to this family um i mean he can run super fast and then he'll just jump onto the kitchen island over to the dining room table onto the back of the the couch and then over to a chair and then he ran down their hall and i like had a toy and he came running at me he did like a front flip up the couch i don't know he's insane i wanted to record him but he's just so fast that's too funny he's a parkour guy it kind of makes me jealous. How
2: much fun would that be to just be like, run and launch yourself off the couch, jump on the counter?
1: And yeah, it does look a little bit fun. but <laughs> Right? Yeah, I just so, sat there and let them run around me.
2: The Tokyo Games stuff were supposed to happen this year. They've been postponed. They're slated to open July 23rd of 2021. And the skateboarding, sport climbing, and surfing will be part of the Tokyo Games in 2021. And um so now they're going they're confirming breakdancing and it's just gonna be called breaking and um and that's gonna be twenty twenty four.
1: Well I like all the like dance like the gymnastics and stuff like that and the swimming. So I think I would watch breakdancing.
2: I d yeah, for sure. And I honestly I would probably watch the surfing, the skateboarding, and now the parkour. I think That'll and that I mean, I mean it makes sense. They're trying to lure younger viewers because really I don't my kids have never said like let's watch the Olympics, you know? Yeah. Uh so let's see, what do we got, Steph? Let me play our sexy song because we're gonna go to our position
1: of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Today's the thirteenth. Uh the serendipitous trip.
2: Ooh, serendipitous. Okay, are they
1: doing the dip?ty dip in this one, or what yeah, are they like doing? The guy's on his back with his knees up, like to his chest, and then like the he's trying to like, fart. Yeah, and then the woman's like sitting on him. It's a little bit strange, but I say that every week. Um, Is she like sitting on his legs? Yeah. Hmm. Like, I guess that's a little bit of um. A lift for her, like, with his legs right there.
2: I, I guess, but he's got to have a really long dick to be, like, extending that position out that far.
1: Well, December 15th is the Dirty Dip. Ooh. Which is, like, a kind of like, um, like, he's on his side, but she's, like, laying on her back, and he's, like alongside her i don't know Hmm. how to explain that one either i'm the worst um but the dirty dip and the serendipitous trip we got a rhyming duo this week
2: yeah, they rhyme. I don't know. I would think like a dirty dip would be like a George Costanza move where he's like, every time he like pumps and goes down, he bites his Eat like something, <laughs> his sandwich, like his Italian beef that's been double dipped <laughs>
1: or dip chips and dip.
2: Right. George Costanza. Good. Old- I watched Christmas vacation last night and you know how Elaine's in there. So, yes. That was cracking me up.
1: Why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margot. I'm sorry, but Bethany,
2: Aunt Bethany, is the best. Like yeah. I'm gonna be like, say the blessing, and then she, you know she's like, I pledge allegiance to the flag. <laughs> I don't know. I watched that last night, and then I finished watching Lovecraft Country on HBO. How was that? Was that? Kind of- Uh, you know, it's definitely sci-fi, and it's definitely,
1: um... I heard it was gory.
2: The episode five is where I stopped, like, a month or so ago, because I was like, oh, this is crazy. And so then I watched six and seven, I think, last night. And I don't know, there might be an eight. I'm not sure. Um, but it kind of got more sci-fi-ish a little bit. The, The next two episodes, it wasn't as gory, so, um... It definitely is that one. It, it definitely kind of goes along the lines of, what was that guy that did like Us and... uh,
1: Oh, Jordan Peele.
2: Yeah, so it definitely is a, very heavily influenced by Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you like Jordan Peele, you like the series, just know that it isn't like every single episode is like a continuation of the previous episode story. It kind of jumps a little bit, so... Um, it's not like a true like the undoing was like w- every episode was all like in chronological order if that makes sense.
1: Yeah I um, I've definitely heard about it I just don't know if it's something I'm it's really and, for me
2: I don't know. If you get bored enough you know but I will say so let's go to some Andy's things and even though this one isn't Bye. on there. the things that Samandy likes
0: these are the things that Samandy likes Five things that
2: Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Woo! Thanks, Estelle. Estelle is from the Strays in the UK. They are a rockabilly band. I don't know that I would call them Psychobilly, but definitely Rockabilly. Uh from the UK. You can find them all over the internet, and you will be hearing a Christmas song from them today. Once Ooh. I'm done ta- talking about my Samandi's five things. So um Uh, Roald Dahl you know who Roald Dahl is right James and the giant peach and Charlie and the chocolate factory he he, he's been dead for a while and his family actually had to backtrack this past week and apologize for his anti-semitic comments decades ago oh no and so they did that and um I get it like everybody's going to be backtracking and apologizing for shit, you know, because now everybody's just so hyper vigilant about stuff. Um, So then I was on HBO and I'm like, what can I watch? And then sure enough, like roll dolls, the witches. Yes. Not the one with Angelica Houston. This is a 2020 remake. And did, Hathaway, you, yeah. did,
1: did you watch it? Uh, no. Okay. You have to I watch like the it. original.
2: You liked the original, or you didn't like it? I did.
1: You'll love the I new like one. Then. Being like a purist, like I don't like Anne Hathaway, so I don't want to watch
2: it. <laughs> I don't really like her either, but she was really good in it, and okay. it was nice to hear. Like Chris Rock is like the narrator of the little boy, and um, I don't know. I thought it was cute. I really thought it was cute, and in fact, it kind of caught the eye of both my kids because they like walked in from work. They're like, "What are you watching?" <laughs> I'm like, "The witches." And uh, they actually like sat down and started watching it because it was just that interesting. So um, if you have HBO and you're looking for something kind of fun and light, like watch The Witches. I know Anne Hathaway is not a lot of people's faves, but she does a really good job and she's super ugly. So it kind of makes you happy to see Anne Hathaway that ugly in this movie. Um. And then uh, number two, because my birthday is coming up, you know how I am with all my fun birthday freebies that uh, come by every year on your birthday. And uh, I was laughing because I don't smoke, but somehow Marlboro decided to send me coupons for my birthday. Um, I also got some uh, free play at Richard's Chicken Ribs and Slot Machines down the street.
1: (laughs) Okay. Now you got plans.
2: Yeah, well, and it's funny because I did get like I have like a freebie over at P.F. Chang's, which I think I might do like this week. Um, P.F. Chang's and then Sephora, Ulta, Benefit, um, Victoria's Secret. So, folks, if you have a birthday coming up, we all have surplus free time on our hands. All you have to do is Google like. Birthday freebies, and there are several different blogs out there, and you just start clicking on the links and putting yourself down to get freebies. So I'm still waiting. Like I did get my Portillo's free slice of chocolate cake. Usually I get like a free freebie from Superdog, but I haven't gotten that yet. So I'm anticipating it in like a couple days. So yeah, yeah my birthday freebies. Uh, number three on my list. Stuff I was on Plex last night, and I'm like, okay, what's the newest movie that's been added? And it was that Love, Weddings, and Other Disasters.
1: What is that?
2: It is. Um. Oh my gosh! Why can I never remember her name? Jeremy Irons is in it, and oh uh, uh, my gosh! Irons, my- and it's new. It's new. It's from 2020. And I'm watching it and it's kind of like following maybe three or four different storylines, like relationship storylines. And the Jeremy Irons one. And oh, my God, I can't believe I cannot remember her name. Um, That storyline was cute. I was happy with that. But then there's uh, there's another storyline happening on it that I was just like, this is stupid. And I was about to turn it off and then I hear a voice because my eyes were like half closed and I'm like, oh, fuck. It's my one friend, Todd, that I went to school with. He's in it. He plays like this Russian like pimp <laughs> so, oh, God. I'm like I was about to turn it off and of course I have to watch it because you know I got to support my buddy Todd and so I stayed up and watched most of it but I'm like oh my goodness he's such a great actor he always plays such a bad guy but yet this one maybe because I know he's not a Russian pimp I just like couldn't get into his character so Todd Stashwick I'm very sorry um what the fuck is her name Diane she, Keaton yes, Diane Keaton. I can never remember her name, but I really like her um she plays a blind woman and so I mean again, a couple of the storylines were really cute and the the Russian pimp one was just I couldn't follow that one so <laughs>
1: but it was the one you stayed with it for.
2: Well, right, because I'm like, I got to support my friend Todd. And and once I thought about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember him posting this on Facebook, like, hey, if you want to watch this movie, I was in it. And, you know, and obviously a lot of the actors haven't been working. So, you know, I'm happy he got something. He actually just started like his own Dungeons and Dragons and uh star warsy kind of stuff on his own um site i think it's called nerd lair so if you're looking for gifts for anybody that's nerdy you can go on there um number so that was one two three number four on my list these sold out like hot cake stuff but if i see them come out again i'm buying both of us one of them okay. they're really cool it's um it is Shuba's and Lincoln Hall, their passports, their concert passports. And these you buy these passports and I want to say they were only like thirty five bucks. They weren't that expensive, but they guarantee entry for any show within the first year of Lincoln Hall and Shuba's reopening. And all tickets include a plus one so you can bring a friend. So, the options include one show, five show, and ten show passes. And they were cute because they showed, like, passport books, but they don't really give you passports. But I thought, like, this is a really good way to try to bring some revenue into Shuba's and um, Lincoln Hall. Because we know concerts are eventually going to come back. So... You know, is thirty five bucks gonna break you to buy? You know the the pass. No, but it might help them. You know, keep their doors open. So, uh, that was on my list. So, if you're in Chicago and uh, you want to support uh, Lincoln Hall and Shubas, you can go on there and uh, hopefully they'll bring them back. They sold out really fast. I mean, that's a great deal. So, yeah, it is a great deal, right? And then last but not least, uh, I try to share like a couple uh, sites or, you know, um, pages on Facebook or Instagram that I like this week. And if you don't subscribe to Savannah East, it's S as in Sam, I, V as in Victor, A, N as in Nancy, A, Savannah East, um, Steph, I think you should they give you daily emails and they touch on so many really cool interests that i have and i know you do too so like they have like really cute comfy clothing a lot of it's like kind of yoga middle eastern inspired um they have really cute jewelry and then they generally have like uh some sort of like a yoga or a pilates or just a deep breathing or stretching like mini um you know, like a ten or a fifteen minute um exercise routine on there for you to do, and then they also have meditation exercises, okay. so a lot of times i like I wanna just delete it, but I'm like, oh man, you know, they had this really cool like little Pilates thing last you know on the last one let me so it it's called Savannah East, and I guess yeah, if you don't, don't like, it's it,
1: up my alley.
2: It is, it truly is. And I mean, they're not really trying to sell you anything. They're not like click here and then you can pay for the routine. It's it's just like a really cool mellow site that has, you know, a bunch of different little things to, you know, kind of help you get through your day. So, um, and then I'll give you an Instagram one too. This I find really cool and I know you're squeamish, but you would like this. There is I want to say she's either a surgeon or a doctor and she has like a young child. I can't tell if it's a boy or a girl, but she will, um, recreate different surgical procedures with Play-Doh. So, huh. um, they had like a carpal tunnel one on there a, a couple of weeks ago. And so it's just like this Play-Doh hand and she has her little son use his Play-Doh tools, I'm going to say it's a boy because whatever. And so the little boy will like cut and she'll explain like, this is what you're doing. The nerve is entrapped and we're going to release it. Like it's super cute. And it is, she describes all sorts of different surgical procedures with Play-Doh and her child. So it's understandable for every age and it's um breakfast tour. So like the word breakfast with E A U R on the end of it. Breakfast tour. And it's on Instagram. And she does these play-doh surgeries. <laughs> so.
1: I like Play Doh. And I did like like when we went to um I think it was a Museum of Science and Industry. Remember that exhibit, that body thing that traveled?
2: Yes, it, was it like the plasticine bodies? Yeah, it, it, yeah. I thought
1: that was cool. So maybe I would like something like that.
2: It's to, it's super cute, and even the procedure that I that I work in, it's called Mo's. It, 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 she did that. She had like a face on there, and she had like a little Play-Doh tumor on it, and they cut it off. And she had a she had a microscope made out of Legos. It was so cute. But it, she does a really good job of just breaking it down. Into very simple terms so that you can understand the procedure. And it's, I mean, it's on Instagram. It's not like it lasts more than a couple minutes, you know? Yeah. But it's, and it's so cute. And it's, you can tell that her child is really paying attention because he's got to be like two or three, but he'll be like, oh, ouchie, right here, or cover it up, put on the bandage. Like he, you could tell he's really into it. And, to me like teaching a young child and inspiring them that that young is like super cool i like that uh so stuff we've got our song and i gave everybody a teaser and um this is a song from the strays in the uk and it is called freaky tiki christmas Smash! My- day. That was Freaky Tiki Christmas from The Strays. I don't know if you could tell, but The Strays are our favorite band from the UK. They are part of the Western Star Records label. And it's interesting, if you are into rockabilly and psychobilly music, uh, look up Western Star. They were established in 1999. They're in the UK, and they specialize in rockabilly and psychabilly music. So you can find The Strays and Western Star Records
1: on the World Wide Web and get rockin'. Rocking around the Christmas tree this year,
2: Steph.
1: And that song was brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from tweakedaudio.com. Enter discount code BITCHES at checkout for 33% <laughs> off your entire order free shipping and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy tweaked
2: uh if you would like to be cool like the strays you can submit your music if you're an unsigned artist and you're looking for some exposure we like to expose ourselves here um you can go to radiomisfits.com and
1: <laughs> you what stuff we're exposing ourselves and we'll expose you
2: yeah that's right we will expose you um you can go to radiomisfits.com click on the tab that says submit music and please fill in all the info don't forget to add your links and send it on over to us i've gotten like quite a few this week but i'm focusing on christmas songs holiday songs but um so going into 2021 we're going to have A bumper crop. So send them on over. Nice. Yeah. Radiomisfits.com. And again, if you would like to send us birthday and holiday wishes, or you want to complain or give us a compliment, you can call us at 312 508 3552. Uh, you can also um, find us uh, all across all social media platforms. And you can also email us at Steph's in the city at gmail.com. And we respond, believe it or not. We're, we're not too cool for school. Like we respond. So yeah. Send it over. Do we have any like dating chat this week, Stuff? No, you didn't have any adventures on the uh,
1: dating sites. Uh, no, I told you I haven't checked them in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very over it. <laughs>
2: i did have like one of my matches he decided to uh listen to the show his name is jr and he uh sent him another message and he said i listened to a few more random episodes you guys are really funny have a great day and thanks for the laughs and in his original um, message he sent to me he (laughs) said that again he compared us to howard stern we get that comparison pretty often um so I don't know. I think that always flatters me. I dig I dig Howard. I haven't listened to him in years, but um yeah, we get that comparison pretty frequently. So well, thanks. Is
1: it JR? JR? Yeah, JR. Thanks, JR.
2: Yeah, thanks, Jr. And um another holiday gift idea stuff that I guess I better talk about before it's not available anymore. Although I really don't think it's available to the public. I think um somebody made it. And the 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 set is called Definitely Winning. It's a five hundred and thirty eight piece Lego set, <laughs> and it is of uh, Rudy Giuliani's four seasons total landscaping Trump press conference.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I knew that you would laugh and you would like that, but there is a funny because he has COVID now. Oh yeah. there's a funny joke about like he's uh, at Walter Reed uh snow blowing something or like snow plowing uh it was like a funny joke about that with walter reed and now i can't think of what they called it but it made me laugh
2: yeah this is not licensed by lego (laughs) they they have um a minecraft creeper a lego batman dressed in swimming trunks and then a star wars stormtrooper and a droid uh all standing out front of this green brick lego warehouse and the trump signs that would normally be in the back have all been changed to read loser 2020 (laughs) (laughs) oh shit i mean at least we can find the humor in some of this ridiculousness this year it's a limited
1: Um, edition people pardon me it's a limited edition Right, limited
2: edition. I think it came out on Reddit. So if you're a Reddit person, you can go on there and try to try to figure that out. Um, Steph, I have some really good booze news that is um beneficial for our health. Are you ready for this? You're it, yes. Booze news. Booze news. Um. Eating more cheese and drinking more wine may help reduce cognitive decline and fight Alzheimer's disease. I love that. Yes. Yeah, so they're saying... um a, a, that diet really can become an unlikely defense against, against cognitive decline later in life. So they discovered that cheese provides the most protection against age-related cognitive issues. Its impact is significantly greater than any other food that they studied in this report. So everybody needs to stock up on cheese. If you're lactose intolerant, take a fucking pill and eat some cheese. Mm, um, and cheese. I like cheese, too. You know what I bought? I bought, like, smoked cheddar and roast beef, and then I, ma- I got some, like, little Italian rolls, and I made my own little toasted roast beef and cheddar subs. They were Ooh, so that good. sounds good. Right? And I did kind of, like, the whole pot bellies thing. Like, I threw a little bit of tomato and lettuce on top when they came out of the toaster oven. They were good. Um, and this study stuff also also finds that consuming alcohol daily, particularly red wine, can also improve your cognitive function as you age. Um, and they said while red meat continues to be a dietary concern, the researchers are saying that eating lamb weekly can increase your mental prowess over the long haul. I've only had lamb a couple times.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I told you I've been watching more farm TikToks and I don't want to eat meat anymore. Oh,
2: don't watch those. <laughs> Hamburgers are so delicious. They have
1: cute little goats and lambs too, though, sometimes. And it makes me sad. Okay, you
2: know if the tables were reversed, them goats and lambs would be cooking us up. So...
1: No, they seem so
2: sweet. They'll still bite you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and if it's for my brain... Maybe I'll just have to, you know. Yeah,
2: have a little Euros. You're okay. I don't know that I can do like straight up lamb chops or lamb patties. That's just too I don't I don't like the taste of lamb that much. But yeah. in small doses I could probably do it. That guy who bit me, he made lamb chops. Remember the guy that he bit me? Bit you? Yeah, the guy that I made the mistake of going to his house for dinner and he tried to drug me with the wine. And then I'm like, I got to go. I got to go. And then he like leaned in to like hug me or give me a kiss on the cheek and he bit me. Remember I told you about that? <laughs> <Kind of. laughs> he oh, made God. lamb chops. So lamb kind of has not a not a good. You think about getting bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> By some fucking creepo. Um so we have some synchronicity. synchronicity. Synchronicity.
3: You're going through some things right now. Synchronicity. Synchronicity
2: synchronicity and serendipity this week
1: <laughs> yeah we got the serendipity trip and synchronicity mm mm-hmm. this so, December 21st thing is like huge isn't it
2: I know and it so December 21st they're saying that this hasn't happened in like 684 years it's when um It is when the Jupiter and Saturn come together and they almost look like they're right on top of each other. So, you know, when all of our old uh, nativity stories, they say like they followed the star because it shone so bright. And that's how they found the baby Jesus in the manger. Well, this is very similar. So this hasn't happened, I want to say, in like 684 years where Jupiter and Saturn have been this close so that they are gonna like really light up the sky it's um and it's kind of funny because I saw like a meme and they're like yeah that one dyslexic Mayan that said the world was gonna end in uh 2012 uh when it was really 1221 or something I don't know it was like kind of funny I forget what it was um but yeah, so this is on Monday, December 21st, and it's my birthday the very next day. And the 21st is also the shortest day of the year. So it is the uh, winter solstice. So all sorts of fun stuff happening on the 21st.
1: Well, there's also this... for Black people, they're going to become superheroes. Did you see that whole thing? <laughs> no,
2: I'm 5% Black. Does that mean I'll be 5% superhero? Maybe.
1: Um yeah, someone said because, I mean, obviously, it's just some like Twitter user that went viral because people were like, what the fuck is she talking about? Um, she said, as white people genetically were stronger and smarter than everyone else, we are more creative. So on December 21st, our real DNA will be unlocked and majority will be able to do things we thought were fiction. Learn who you are as a people. They want to make us average. So it turned into a Twitter thing where everyone's like, oh, my God, we're all going to be superheroes or like X-Men come December Hell yeah, 21. man. I'm going to
2: fucking fly. What are you talking about?
1: Davion said he wanted, what did I, because then I was sending it to her group text. Like, what are you guys going to, what's your power going to be? Shit. What did he say? <sighs> like what's mind control like one of those things where you can
2: Oh yeah that would be that would be a superpower oh, What's it called not <sighs> uh telekinesis is moving Yeah maybe
1: up... that's what he wanted Okay but then he had a whole list of reasons why. I wish I had the text because he he was like very into it already. I'm like, okay.
2: Well, look at save it for next week. We'll have Davion's list, and we can both come up with what our superpowers will be. I don't know. Does your DNA show you're black at all, stuff? Yeah, I
1: have. I don't remember the percentage, but yeah.
2: Okay, good. We're both sisters. Then we can do. We can join in in the fun and talk about <laughs> what our superpowers will be. <laughs> Um, this week we have a solar eclipse in Sagittarius, which it's a total sol- solar eclipse. Blah, blah, blah. Um, unfortunately, we won't be able to see it. I think if you're in like the southern hemisphere, you should be able to see it. Uh, on the 15th, um, Chiron goes direct, so it's going to be easy to see how we've healed. And the seventeenth, Saturn enters Aquarius, so big shifts and resolutions. I didn't say shits, I said shifts
1: or shits. <laughs> you never know.
2: Oh, and then December, switch. December eighteenth, the sun aligns with the galactic center, and it's going to be really high energy day. So, um, prepare my holiday your- Zoom
1: party with work.
2: You're gonna do a hot? Oh, really?
1: Ooh, yeah. You're gonna be like having some fun? It's Gonna be interesting over here. I guess we're all getting like a cocktail making kit delivered to us for really?
2: this Zoom. Oh, that's yeah. fun.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be weird though. Like it's already I don't know awkward. If you guys are ever Zoom.
2: hiring? I think I can. I could think I could maybe swing it. Like you I can
1: come. On. You can have my job. Come on.
2: I don't <laughs> know. You're working way too much. <laughs> take it. Take it. It's gonna cut into my sleeping on the couch time, you know. I'm put also my magic-
1: a terrible bartender, so the thought of me making my own cocktails, we'll see how. So that have goes. Davion come over and mix your drinks. That is true. He's always my date, so
2: yeah, have him come over and you can share your drinks with him. You guys already were on a trip together, so if anybody's got to really quarantine together, it's the two of you.
1: Yeah, because I got to be solo for two weeks, I guess, unless it's him. Yeah. You don't have
2: to be solo. We could uh, you. Hey, Davion's your buddy. Have him come on over.
1: Make him make yeah. me drinks.
2: There you go, Davion. You're welcome. Free drinks.
1: I just hope I get something good. I was like, well, what kind of cocktails are they? I'm so such a picky bitch. I'm like, really? Like Maybe I don't they're know doing like running. a 12 days of Christmas like cocktail kit. That would be kind no, of fun. I think it's like that cocktail courier thing where they send you like the recipe and then like the ingredients like all in one box. And I think it makes two drinks.
2: Well, you're going no. to have uh, to report back to us and tell us what kind of drinks they were. They better not suck and have like malort in them.
1: <laughs> I'm going to absolutely pregame because I just feel like it's going to be very awkward.
2: So you're going to totally get wasted before you even get on the Zoom?
1: I mean, isn't that the whole point of a holiday party?
2: I guess. <laughs> I don't know. You better make sure you got
1: pants on. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's the, my favorite part. I can just like wear whatever, I don't have to wear shoes. You don't have to wear a bra, but I, like I, a media staff meeting's already awkward on Zoom, or like singing Happy Birthday to someone is weird. So this is just going to be a little strange. Well, we'll see.
2: I don't know. Like your your birthday party on Zoom was a little was a little slow going, but after a while, it got kind of fun. Yeah, that's true. Maybe put some uh dirty like dirty Santa jokes to the side. You can liven it up with some fun jokes.
1: Well, then they said you can make like a bat your own background, like a holiday background. Oh, well, fun! But I'm like, I already have my little tree up and stuff. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to set my my living room up like a little holiday thing. You can
2: order one of those fake fireplaces off of Amazon. <laughs>
1: We had one when
2: I was a kid. We had a fake fireplace. It was made out of cardboard.
1: (laughs) My mom and Mark used to have like the video one where you'd like just have it on the TV. Yeah,
2: the VHS tape. You pop it in and it's just you can actually do. I want to say Comcast or the cable cable channels. A lot of them have like the holiday channel where it's just like a fire going the whole time. Yeah. I think my one friend in Hawaii, she just watches the ski slopes in one of the Scandinavian countries is like her is like her screensaver. It's like a live feed of the ski slopes.
1: <laughs> she just has that on all the time.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's like, well, I'm in Hawaii. You know, I'm not going to ever see snow. Although I guess you can if you go up like high enough, you know, to the volcanoes or whatever. I don't yeah, know. I'll
1: let you know how that goes. It's going to be an interesting holiday party.
2: Yeah, definitely let us know how that goes. Um, I We do have this new moon eclipse this week. So I, I, I did run across. Uh, there's a few signs that will receive opportunity from this eclipse. And
1: uh, so
2: Aries, your future looks really bright right now. Um, Leo, trust your intuition to lead the way. And Sagittarius, happy birthday, Sag. Just go out there and shine. So and those three. The
1: 14th, right?
2: That's on the 14th, right. Okay. I think so the day before our, our show comes out. But so if you're listening um, and then these four signs will have the best new moon eclipse in Sagittarius. Are you ready, Steph? Yeah, I see it. Gemini. You're number one on the list. And it says a relationship reaches official status. So you've been holding back. I don't think I mean, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> you're like, yeah, me and Santa Claus. um, <laughs> so, Virgo, seek out your inner strength. Sagittarius, step up your game and go for the gold. And then Pisces, a promotion is in the works. So, all of those fabulous signs will be having good luck next week with the um, solar eclipse. So, that's right. exciting.
1: Someone's yeah. going to appear here, I guess. I'll, I'll let you know about that too. Hell, you never know.
2: Things can just hit like lightning and it surprise you. So,. I hope that Italian beef hits me with lightning in a couple minutes. I'm kidding. Like a a dick? An Italian dick? (laughs) I'm thinking food, lunch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Either or. Either or. or. I I mean, I I would
2: take a dick too. Or an
1: Italian beef. Italian beef sounds good, right? That does sound good. Sunday fun day. Yeah. I'm just thinking about that eclair I'm going to eat
2: oh shit girl all right well let's end the show folks <laughs> so we can uh, put some things in our mouths <laughs> all, all right. right
1: we will see you next, see you next tuesday, tuesday.